Hey, good morning, Cam. How are you? Doing well. How are we doing? I'm doing well. Uh, obviously, you guys gave uh, the offense and defense a lift with Jake's punting on Sunday and the return game. Uh, Gunner and uh, Dante in particular uh, with that long kickoff return. I wanted to ask you about the decision to go to him in that role. And if you have a checklist of the qualities, the priorities in being a good kick returner, I know in baseball being a fast base runner doesn't mean you're a good base runner. So what are the things that are really required of somebody to be a good returner? And why Dante in that situation, you know, given he had limited experience, uh, going, I guess going back to his rookie year in the NFL as a kick returner? Yeah, so, I mean, one thing you do is, you, like I said, anytime you get a new guy, you try to see what he can do and what's his skill set. And, obviously, um, Dante can run. Um, he's a bigger guy, stronger guy. And and that's one thing, you know, to your point, um, we look for, you know, uh, in guys, you know, the ability to break tackles. You know, it's not always going to be perfect. Um, and having a guy that can run through arm tackles and, um, you know, he did a really good job on that play, you know, running through an arm tackle. Yaka's engaging his guy, you know, doing a good job blocking his man, um, you know, and, and that shows, you know, just his run strength and his ability to, to run through those arm tackles, which is something you look for. And then just working him at practice, you know, because obviously you see the speed, you see the athletic ability, just um, at practice working, the, the handling of the ball and everything to give him an opportunity back there just because he's an explosive player. Okay, thank you. All right, next question, Phil Perry. Give me one second here. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, Cam. I wanted to ask you um, about Nick Folk and just the, I guess, what what he's brought to your unit, maybe even off the field, just hearing some of his teammates talk about him in, in recent weeks. It's clear he, he's a pretty well-respected guy. But uh, what have you seen from him? And um, I don't know, is, is there a leadership element that he, he brings to the to the table? Um you know, even though he's not somebody who's necessarily been around the team for, you know, for as long as some of its other other leaders. Yeah, you know, Nick's that constant professional. You love to have him. Um, you always feel great when he's out there on the field. I mean, obviously, you know, the progress he's made and the ability to make big big kicks for us, that's been shown. Um, and he's a guy that I think you know, some younger guys do, do go, go to and talk to. I mean, he's a guy that's been around. He's been in a couple different places. and He's got that leadership and perspective. Um and he does have great poise out there. And I think, you know, he does show leadership at practice and his ability to talk to others and what he's seeing, um, you know, whether it's working with the other specialists or it's just working with guys in general um, on stuff that he's been around. So he's got a positive attitude and, you know, he's that constant pro and you love to have him on your team. And he definitely brings an aspect of that leadership, you know, from a veteran standpoint for sure. We'll pause for a second and see if anyone else raises their hand to ask a question. It's five stars to raise your hand. We'll go back to Bob Sosi. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Stacey. Um, Cam, obviously the Chargers have made some moves uh, with their special team staff, uh, reorganizing the staff. and. They've had a lot of issues, uh, three uh, blocked punts, I think, in the span of four games. And uh, when you look at them, I mean, what what what, what do you see uh, with regard to their special teams units? You know, you know, one, one thing, you know, you know, I understand, you know, they changed the assistant now, is now running it. But, 
you know, obviously, you know, they, they've done a good job. They play with size. They got some guys that compete hard uh, for sure out there. You know, the biggest thing for us is we just got to build on, you know, the progress we made and, and focus on us, you know, and obviously, you know, continue to elevate our game, you know, and, and not so much anything else. Continue to focus on us, which has been the process for us um, throughout this whole thing is continuing to get better. And, and the, I got to credit the guys for sure for us. Um, they've done a great job staying with the process and continuing execution. And, and you know the Chargers, they play hard, they play physical. That's for sure. You see, you see that on the tape when you turn it on. Um, they're definitely a, a size team that's going to play physical and aggressive. So we got to be able to match that from our perspective. I want to ask you about uh, Jake as well. Uh, from now the role uh, of, the, of a punter, which he's obviously handled very well, but. Uh, we see him occasionally warm up uh, with a lot of field goal attempts. He's a guy that uh, I guess you know is is ready if needed. Um, what has he shown you uh, in, in that standpoint? Uh, being a guy that hasn't kicked field goals since high school, uh, being able to, if ever needed, to try to do that on the NFL level uh, in in a game. You know, one thing we like, we like to do is you know we like to have you know, all options available. So. You know, obviously only having two specialists at a game, you always want to have, you know, potentially who may be your next, you know, snapper, your holder, your next kicker ready to go. So, you know, he's obviously working at that and continuing to progress there. And, and you know, if we ever got into a situation where, where Nick was down or wasn't able to go, then, you know, we have enough confidence to put him out there um, to help us for sure. So we'll continue to work with him. And uh, he's he's doing a really good job. We're putting a lot on his plate and uh, – you know, he's, he's responding well, and we've just got to continue with that, and we'll, we'll see. Great. Thank you again. Thanks, Bob. And last question, Mike Reese. Hey, Cam, uh, I really felt like you foreshadowed a lot of what we saw there on Sunday the other day. Um, and I, I, I just – I know it's uh, you're already looking ahead, but I wanted to ask you just about the blindside block call and just from a teaching standpoint, you know, how you're going to move forward using that play – you know, as an example of what, what you want, you know, what you want your guy to do in that situation. Right. So, you know, we've got to play within the rules. Um, so on that play uh, specifically, you know, block back towards your own goal line with force contact, you know, the coaching point, I know we're not in person, you can't see, but we've got to show the intent with our hands, um, you know, and just cannot, we have to avoid the guy, um, in all honesty, with our shoulder. Like, we can't make contact with our shoulder back towards our goal line. So, we'll work, you know, that with leading with the hands, you know, not making contact or just shielding off the guy. You know, he's either going to have to make, make like a pick in basketball. So, you, you know, you can have a moving screen. Um, in football, there's nothing there. So, as he goes to turn, he's either going to have to give him his chest and be the receiver like you are in basketball, taking a charge or picking – um, or give him his back right there to shield him off. You know, th- those are the two things he has an option to do there, to be honest with you, is either lead with the hands or just shield him off with either his chest or his back like you would in basketball running a screen pick. You know, so we'll work that and work just a couple of different drills, just sliding and, and moving to get in a position to be able to do that. Thanks, Camp.